everybody. Welcome back to Society Talks. I'm Joe Lorenzo, and I'm here with Christopher Maz. Hi, Christopher. How are you? Good. How are you going doing, Joe? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. So I, when I say Christopher Maz, say your full last name for me. Mazarzewski. I mean, there's like 17 <laughs> vowels in it. I know. What, it took, what is the it, origin of that last name? It's Macedonian. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now for you know, purposes of like performing and things that you do, do you just go by Christopher Maz? Yeah. But like recently I kind of like wanting to kind of take over my full last name just because it's, I don't know. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger, how he, he had it. And it, I know his rolls off the tongue, but mine, I don't know. Mine's a little different. So for, acting purposes i've been going by christopher maz but i'm debating if i'm going to switch it over or not <laughs> i have to say to you i don't disagree with you because i own acting studios around you know nationwide and i and the parents always come into they like should, they, should she change her name or should he change her name and i was like you know what if chiwetel ejiofor can get by and some of these other guys that are even girls that have these otter names right that we don't yeah. necessarily they're not very um, easy to pronounce or whatever if they can do it everybody can do it you know i mean it's not i don't think it's out of the realm so i actually i'm not going to disagree with you but i mazlarzewski <laughs> say it again Ma- mazlarzewski 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 yeah. i got yeah. it all right christopher let's <laughs> let's start at the beginning where'd you grow up i grew up in warren michigan a suburb of detroit so okay. like it was very the mid a typical very midwest town in um in Michigan, I would say. <laughs> what so what in Michigan made you be bit by the acting bug or like where did this come from? So it all started two th- two reasons I would say. I would say you know when you're a little boy in Michigan it's I I don't know like you it's that midwest you know adventure I would say I I went uh with my grandma up north, like I stayed with my grandma up north in the summer times when I was like eight or something there was two main people and she would sit me down and there would be nothing to do up there besides like fishing and like going on walks and occasionally to the movie theater because she lived up north where it was like a how a lot of farmland like nothing really to do so she would sit me down and she'd watch uh her soap operas and days of our lives would be on. And we kind of bonded over that. And Sammy Brady, who played was played by Allison Sweeney was so diabolical and so crazy that I basically like, was like, this woman's a genius. I want her to be my mom. And and like, I want, I want to be on that show. And I used to write like Ken Gordy, the executive producer, a letter saying like, I want to be a part of the show and, and stuff like that. And so that was like one major part of like, my brain switching and saying like, I want to, I want to do what she does. Cause it looks so much fun. And they go, they have crazy adventures on the soap opera. And then the yeah. second part was basically Jim Carrey, of course, uh, mm-hmm. a typical nineties, you know, growing what up. What movie specifically? The mask, of course, Cuban oh, Pete. Oh, that so yeah. Yeah. The, the dance scene. I think I reconstructed <laughs> my living room <laughs> just like that. I would just, uh, play it over and over and over again and I just idolize that man and I, I still do he's just uh, a comic genius yeah. and I just well, he was you know, fearless I, for sure fearless yeah. is what I would use yeah. for him yeah and do you find yourself fearless is that the kind of the path that you want to go down or do you want to be the lunatic Sammy 
Oh, I want to have the best of both worlds. <laughs> you want to be both of them. Yeah, exactly. I just, I love, I love the, the comedic aspect, but then I love the darker. I like, I love, cause I love Halloween and I love horror. So like Sammy bring that little bit of like darkness and craziness. And so that's why I'm like, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now what, how, I mean, that that's like, you know, that's the dream or that's the spark, yeah. right? How does that translate into actually doing it and getting an agent, a manager, or actually starting to audition? Um, did you move out to Los Angeles or New York? Like, what was the next part of your trajectory? So basically, it was, I, I have nobody in the entertainment field in my like my family except for my aunt jen uh we'll get to her <laughs> she's okay. like but, but but she's like like a my a distant relative but i didn't i knew of her i didn't like hang out with her so i was figuring it out by myself basically and the support of my like mom and parent like my parents and stuff like that so i would do my research on the internet and basically i just started like um I had a job at a, uh, like a co-op job at like 15, 16 at Gardner White Furniture. And I would work there after school, but the the lady who I worked with, she knew I wanted to get into acting and I did like high school plays and stuff, but it wasn't anything that was really like lighting it for me. And so she helped develop, uh, uh, doing ha- like a headshot and resume basically. And I would print them out at work. And I started like hard submitting them to all the agents in Los Angeles all. And then I was getting feedback from LA saying like, you got to live here. You got to live here. And I was like, Oh no, what do I do? So I started submitting them to Chicago. In the meantime, while I was sitting to Chicago, I took a, a, a like a smaller boutique class, which cause Michigan really didn't have much to offer yeah. for acting classes. And so I basically submitted it to Chicago and based on my like look and whatever like that, I, cause I didn't really have a resume per se at the time. Uh, the Chicago agency was like, come down for an interview and we'll get you set up. And so it was McBlain and associates. I remember. And I went with my mom the first original time and then I turned 16. So I was able to drive. From my mom, I don't know how she let me have so much freedom, but I thank her so much because I think I get it from her a lot. She let me drive from Michigan to Chicago to auditions and miss school and everything like that just to start this crazy dream of mine. And so every like, you know, every two weeks I would drive out to Chicago by myself because I was 16. I had my license and I was eight and I started doing like little shorts industrials anything that they would get me yeah uh the agency closed oh continue (laughs) no no no. go ahead go ahead the agency closed and then from there what how did that parlay into because this is we're talking about we're going to talk about your film but it's more sort of like a national because a lot of kids can be in middle america which is where michigan is essentially and not know the first step so you go like so you get to this agency in Chicago. I mean, 16 is young, too, for, like, you kind of just doing it on your own. I give you credit. Um, yeah. And then from there, go ahead. So you said the agency closed, and then what happened? Yeah, the, I was with the agency for, for, like, three years, give or take. And this okay. is right when I was about to graduate high school. And so I took a trip to New York in February uh, before I because I graduated in June and I took a trip to New York to visit my cousin, Aunt Jen. 
and to see if I wanted to live there. And I kind of met with other agents and it wasn't for me. So then I, we took a trip, we came to California before and um, basically I came here and I was like, this is it. And then I moved out and I never left. <laughs> to, I okay, basically so stayed. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it over from New York? What, what, did, did, what didn't you like about New York and what did you love about California? Well, I like the weather always in California. And I don't know. We came here like when I was younger, when I was, I would say in like fourth grade and I just fell in love with it even then. And kind of like was always like in the back of my head. It was in, it just, you know, it was, I don't know. I like New York. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's, it's a great city. It just, I, I didn't, I didn't mesh well with it. I don't know why. I just didn't, I just thought there would be more opportunity for film and television in LA than compared to New York. And you're so. not wrong. That is, I mean, obviously yeah. we are the Mecca. I said we, cause I live here, but yeah. I'm from New York and New Jersey, primarily New Jersey. Um, but I've been out here 21 years in Los Angeles. So I completely understand where you're coming from. There is way more opportunity here just because there's more productions just by the sheer yeah. numbers of it. Yeah. yeah. So you come out here, you're, I mean, you're young, obviously. So how do you, you know, what's the, what is it that I'm looking for? Like avoid the pitfalls of being young in this business, auditioning, um, and not end up like, you know, some of the lunatics that we've seen out there. Yeah. You know, I think from the sense of when I was, I think my mom, I, and my, my dad, my father, of course, too, they sent me like this is where like the ground route kind of came in because not just spending time with my grandmas in the summer, I was from like 14, 15 on my, we have my, my father has a, a house in, in Macedonia and I have cousins there. So basically from like 15 on, they would send me by myself to hang out with like my cousins and stuff like that in a foreign country. And I kind of learned the language there. So I kind of got that bravery by, you know, my mom and dad going, go have fun, enjoy yourself. And in Europe, they're more mature. You learn a lot. And so I kind of got my social aspect, I would say in Europe, I'm not going to lie. So coming to LA, you know, I was sad at first because I had nobody here, but I was like, I have a goal. I have a mindset. I got a good head on my shoulders. Let's do this. Let's rock and roll. And so I think I just had a really good head on my shoulders at a really young age and mm-hmm. and I was able to like you know separate what what I should be doing what I should not be getting into and stuff like that because I've even even had conversations with my mom and I said you know you should be really proud of me that I I wasn't doing xyz and you know I was really focused because sometimes we do get distracted and mm-hmm. uh at the at the long at the end of the day go with your gut and that's what I was doing the whole time is is going with my gut and knowing who to trust where to go what to do and kind of feel it out for myself and that's how it's always been that's good yeah you have a gut I guess I don't know (laughs) yeah but but so then you're out here you're auditioning what's the thing where you were like oh I've done it now I'm now I'm now now it's clicking for me what was that little was it a commercial was it a tv spot what was it you know, it was kind of crazy. I just talked about this the other day. Um, it, I got my first agent, like a, a Hollywood cliche movie, literally. I was working at the Taft Building on Hollywood and Vine. Mm-hmm. And it, it must have been around 11 o'clock or midnight. 
and I was I parked my car right where Basque used to be back in the day, and now it's a parking lot. Uh, and I crossed the street, and for some reason, I didn't cross the the other way going towards Vine, going towards the Capitol Records building. And I was standing on the corner, and I I didn't it was blinking the light, and I was like I I don't know I I didn't like wasn't rushing to get home. And these two gentlemen, and, and I, you know, I'm thinking in my head, I'm either going to get murdered or I'm going to, or, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. And these two gentlemen come up to me and they throw the spiel. One of the gentlemen goes, are you an actor? Uh, you look like an actor. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be murdered on Hollywood and Vine. And I go, yes, of course I'm an actor. And this is, I'm fresh. I'm, I'm new. I'm 18, you know, brand new to Los Angeles. And he goes, well... I uh, own an agency right around the corner, right where the W Hotel is now. And uh, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And he's like, well, are you looking for representation? And I was like, of course I am. And he's like, okay, give me a call. And then maybe I'll have you come into the office or whatever like that. And he gave me his business card. I took it. I went in my car. I went home, went home, did my research. And then I was like, okay, it looks like a decent website. And so like, I sent him an email and the next day, I went to DGP Entertainment, and the gentleman was there, and with his colleague, and I I read a couple, you know, little commercial stuff, and he's like, okay, I want to bring you on, and basically, I gotta say, I was lucky because I was able to get some great little small acting gigs, and not only that, but that agency, um, one of his agents. I would come in after work or whatever, wherever I was working and just talk to her. And she was like, Oh, Chris, how are you? You want, this is how you submit for auditions. And she was kind of like giving me the rundown of how to do things. And I was like, this is amazing. I was like, so happy that I, somebody like wasn't trying to take advantage of me and actually was trying to like catapult me to my next level that I wanted. And I'm really thankful to like Kim and all them that, you know, to be able to, help me and to learn and to shape and, you know, take me to networking parties and to trust to have like a base of like a little family when I first came here. So I was really happy about that. That's so, good. Because it yeah, doesn't always so, turn out that way. Cause sometimes like you said, it, not that not, not so extreme as murder, but it's yeah. like, I mean, you just hear horrible stories, you know? So I'm glad that obviously it turned out to be a good experience, but yeah, they had like long for thinking that. Yeah, it's like, you know, because you do, because there was agencies in Michigan and, and stuff like that, like the John Casablancas and stuff oh, like that. Not, where they that's, just, not, that's not an agency. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Well, you know, where they're like, give me money up front. And then I was always like to my mom, like, no, 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 we're not, we're not signing at this place. This isn't the right, because I did my research and stuff like that. So it was yeah. kind of like a process but that's, all that's along the, the way. That those- yeah, those places will say that they're an agency and they're not. And then they'll, you know, and they'll, they'll train you and do classes, but then just say that you're a training facility or you say that you're yeah. a school, you know? And I, I always wondered the, how they even get away with that. I mean, you can't because of the laws in California and New York anymore. Yeah. But yeah. in those random, you know, that, like you said, in Michigan or whatever, yeah, you can. So I'm glad that you didn't fall for the pitfalls, you know? Yeah. Um, so now you, like, what was the thing, though, like, you start working with the agency, did you book a, you know, a TV spot or a commercial, you're auditioning? I mean, this is pre-COVID, I'm assuming, too. Oh, yeah, this is way, you know, this is like when I was younger, yeah. It was, you know, it was just small stuff, and then I think, like, when I got my, like, SAG card is kind of what, like, uh, yeah. what 
stuff like that. Cause that was back in the day. It was a little bit harder than it is now. And so then that's when I was like, okay, I'm on a good path. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I always tell everybody, I'm like, that is like, obviously you want to be, I mean, there's some non-union stuff that you can do that pays, you know, target this, that, whatever, but obviously everybody, you know, that it's working in television and film is in the union. And so that's a moment that other actors have said as well. It's that when you get that sad card, you know, because you worked hard for it, you know, yeah, exactly. and then you granted, you have to pay a lot of money to be part of it, but it's, it is worth it in the end. So that's good. What now we're talking about, you've got a movie, is it out or is it coming out? It's called Rock, Paper, Scissors. And I believe, oh, it's, it's out now on Amazon Prime, Google Play, Redboxes across the U.S. Tell us a little bit about it. So, yeah, a Rock, Paper, Scissors is about a group of young men. They go to uh, a Rock, Paper, Scissors tournament. Okay. And it's, it's very much a, do- a super bad meets dodgeball. And uh, I play Rerun, and he's like a wannabe movie producer, uh, gangly uh, YouTuber, because he has a, a, like a YouTube uh, channel called DareYouToPissOn.com. And so oh, he pees on a lot of stuff. I know. He's, a, he's, he's, he's probably the crazy younger version of me, like doing just wacky stuff. And basically, they have the pitfalls of the guy gets girl and – and it's, it, I wouldn't say it's family friendly because there's a lot of suggested language. And so uh, it's probably like, you know, teenager and up kind of deal for a movie. So, but it's, it's, it's a great little comedy, I would say. We shot in uh, Windsor, Ontario and Santa Clarita in a warehouse doing the, like the big ending scenes. So, oh, nice. I yeah. actually shot in that. Is it that Santa Clarita Studios up there? Um, I believe so. It was that warehouse. We had to like, cause we had like yeah. a big scene where like all the, you know, for the rock, paper, scissors tournament. And I got to like crowd surf. And so when we originally shot it in Windsor, there was not enough extras. So when we got back to LA, they reshot that scene. And we had like over, I don't know, it was like 300 extras. It was crazy. And, And I was able to actually crowd surf, which was really hilariously and fun. So because I've never crowd surfed in my life. <laughs> That's so. fun. Now, is it rated? Is it rated R or is it rated PG thirteen? Um, I, I I I don't know the rating of it actually. No, <laughs> I don't bad. think. Yeah, I, they they didn't specify on Redbox or anything. So I'm assuming well, it's PG thirteen or maybe yeah, because it's not. There's no sexual. Uh, oh, okay. So then yeah. our young listeners can like, yeah, I mean, they could watch it if they want, but just yeah. ask your parents, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, it's funny. Like, I'll, some of the, some podcasts I curse, and obviously we have to say it's explicit. Some I'm like, oh, let's watch out for our young viewers. You know, you yeah. just never know. But um, now, wait, rock paper scissors. What is this? What was the show? Oh, the politician with Ben Platt. Don't you remember that they were calling it Rochambeau? Oh no, I didn't know that. Really? Do, have you seen the politician with Ben Platt? I haven't. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, Christopher Maz, you got to It's actually really good. It's something that, because I've seen your, your aesthetic and your Instagram and stuff, it's something you probably could fit into very well. Um, really? But, oh, yeah, it's good. I think it's in its second, or it's going to be, it's going to go into its second, but, um, or no, third. I don't know. Anyway, it's really good. Um, but it's <clears throat> one of the things that they say is it's called Rochambeau. I guess that's what they yeah. call it. And this one guy went into prison and he was like, oh, this is how we're going to solve who wins the Senate race or whatever. And they're like, oh, Rochambeau. And everyone's like, what is that? They're like, it's called, just called Rock, Paper, Scissors. Um, so, so the minute I saw your the title, that's what I thought of. And I'm like, is that the real term for it? But I guess not. Never mind. I you think South Park uses that term also. Oh, they do? Okay. Yeah, I think Cartman is like, 
uh, let's play Rochambeau or something like that. But his is like a little dirtier <laughs> or something okay. like that. Oh gosh, yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, all right, so now Rock, Paper, Scissors can be seen, like I said, on Amazon Prime Video, Google Play, Redboxes. Um, and like you said, it's that super bad, it's got that super bad, like kind of twisty comedy, funny in your face kind of thing. Um, I'm excited to see it. I'm sorry that I haven't seen it before this interview, but I'm excited to see it. Now, one, you're not making the next fabulous super bad comedy. What are you doing, Christopher Maz? Oh, you know, in this time of our life, I'm doing whatever I want. You know, I don't, I don't want to say it like that, but I'm doing, uh, being creative i'm working you know i'm you know out there i'm basically trying to you know work on my next projects i'm getting into i'm really taking life by storm and kind of uh not taking any moment for granted so i'm good you know, good advice yeah yeah basic and, and and spending time with my dogs not stressing over any of the mundane stuff so basically being creative you know, working on all my passion projects that I want to, any small or big, basically, and just kind of like enjoying life at this moment. So, yeah. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Well, we can end there. And again, guys, Rock, Paper, Scissors, you can t check it out on Amazon Prime Video, Google Play, Redboxes. Where can they find you on social media? What's your social media handles? At Christopher Maz uh, on Twitter Christ and Instagram. And Christopher's with a K. So it's yep. K-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R-M-A-Z. And that's on yep. Instagram? Yep. Yes. Are you not on? I'm part of the like ticky talky, whatever that is. <laughs> uh, no, I'll end up going in it. My nieces show me that, and I'll end up going in a TikTok hole. So I said, no way, I'm not getting on that yet. <laughs> I've done the same thing. I did it in the beginning of the pandemic. A friend of mine, um, it, it was you know was on, and she's like, oh, you should try it, and whatever. Not so I, I went down like a rabbit hole for like three four hours of watching stuff, and then I finally said, no, I can't do this. I don't have the time to do this. So yeah. I stopped, and I can't. Yeah, I'm not on it either. But I know it's Maybe valuable I'll, for people. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'll make one for my my dogs or something like that because I love my dogs a lot. So and I spend time with them a lot. So maybe I'll do that. I don't know. We'll see. There you go. All right, yeah. Christopher Mazzi, it was really fun talking to you. Thank you for stopping by Society Talks and everybody. Till next time. Bye.